Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future one density-filled minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez and the news. I'm Alex Robinson. And I'm Pete the Retailer. Welcome back, guys. Wrapping up the week. We yeah, made it. Thanks for having us. <laughs> uh, today we're going back to Minute 65, which starts with Marty pushing George along, uh, who is not remotely prepared for what's about to happen. And uh, ends with uh, Lorraine asking George, don't I know you from somewhere? <laughs> so I I love I just George just being like, I, uh, OK, like he's like, all right, come on, let's go. And he's like, oh, oh, God, this is happening. Uh, <laughs> just, <laughs> just so overwhelmed with with like he he knows he has to do this because he doesn't want his brain to be melted. Uh, but but he is uh, he is very nervous about it. It's like it it it. it it reminds me of, you know, like characters in uh, in uh, one of the Saw movies when they when they know they're going to have to do something really painful to themselves or die. Like his his performance in that moment reminds me of something like that. Like, oh, God, I'm going to have to cut off my arm <laughs> to get out of this trap or something. You know, <laughs> this could be my favorite part of the movie. I think at this point, just that that, you know, Lou, give me a milk chocolate and then it before he even finishes his sentence almost it's sliding down the bar at him from off screen which is just a fantastic a good bartender, man yeah it's a good gag he must have uh cho- like milk and chocolate milk on like a on like a bar like spritzer like a like a spray thing you know yeah like he's got it on tap or something well it is the 50s yeah <laughs> oh i feel like that i i hate to nitpick but i feel like that looks more like a milkshake than a chocolate milk it looks a little thick for a yeah but i love it though Oh, no, that, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying... Uh, that's a good know. thing. You order a chocolate milk and you get a chocolate shake? <laughs> it's even better. Although he should have a brain freeze. If that's sure. The case. Well, he kind of does, that. so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Get, you know what? Fair point. Maybe it brings <laughs> him down into normal t- kind of territory. Yeah. I think we just found our explanation to uh, density. <laughs> he, was, he was thinking about the density of that milk. I oh, also think it's go. funny that everyone in the diner is like dancing because that's what people in the fifties did. They always just like yeah danced around at the diner. So uh... Goldie Wilson's going to town. Oh no, yeah. he 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 owns this whole scene. Yeah, <laughs> just effortlessly. He's just going at it, man. Uh, he's the he's the happiest bus boy in Hill Valley. Yeah, like you know, <laughs> I would vote for if 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 someone was like, "Hey, your Goldie's running for mayor." I'm like, "F yeah." I'd vote for him. That, yeah. That dude was around since I was in high school. Yeah, for sure. Um, I love that George needs that extra little push because he starts to back up after, after he goes to the diner, he starts to back back out of the diner and then Marty has to like push him forward to get him going. I like that. I like that extra push. Yeah. <laughs> detail. Yeah. Yeah. This is all, um, there's a lot of good details in this, in this minute, I think. Definitely. Uh, anybody else getting vibes from from Betty and Babs? Uh, oh, I, Lorraine's. I'm getting. I've. I'm always getting vibes from Betty and Babs. I just never know what <laughs> kind of vibes. Yeah. Oh uh, right, man. Right, right now I'm getting some romance vibes. I'll be honest. Yeah, the way they're I mean, like she, looking dreamily well, into no, each other's Lorraine, eyes. Lorraine is giving Be- uh, Betty like bedroom vibes, hardcore around like one around like second thirty seven, thirty eight. Oh really? Yeah, I think so. Because it, it looked to me like Lorraine was like the third wheel. No, dude, uh, look, she's—I don't know. She's, she's, she's throwing out some kind of like energy that I'm about. Maybe she's hoping this whole George thing is going to make her jealous, and she'll finally make yeah. a move. 
But like when as George is walking towards them, Lorraine's just giving like just such like a cool, like almost femme fatale look as she's listening to Betty's story. Mm-hmm. Oh. Or maybe that's just me reading into <laughs> Um Lorraine yeah. is taking Portuguese. No, no, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> of course she is. Wait, wait, wait a second. Is insane. She's not. Here's the thing. Uh, this is a good detail. She's reading sonnets from the Portuguese by Elizabeth Barrett Browning. And oh, sonnets mistake. from the Portuguese is basically a bunch of, of love poems. So she does like that kind of thing. The exact kind of setup that, that, that Marty gave to George. Here's evidence that she's, she's totally a romantic and, and loves that kind of, uh, oh. you know, well, although she could be reading it for school, it could have been assigned to her. True. But, but, but it is a good point though. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, to, oh, I mean, like having that little <laughs> that little paperback on top. I mean, that doesn't seem like a school book to me. That's true. That it's, seems like it's kind of dog-eared too. So maybe it's uh... yeah. Well, that's what makes me think oh, it's no, a the, school book. The one, the paperback on the top is for whom the bell tolls. Which yeah. Uh, oh, I don't... yeah, exactly. <laughs> which which I think Marty invents that too later. Oh, the Portuguese book is like the third book down. I see. Yeah, the plain white book. Um, yeah. Do you guys notice that, uh, that, uh, is it the blonde one's Betty, right? Yeah. Yeah. The blonde one is Betty. Yeah, so, so yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, she's, uh, it looks like she's smoking. Well, sure. Smoking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's really cute that like Betty's the blonde one and Babs is the brunette, but then like Lorraine's just kind of in the middle. Right. Yeah. Well, they have to be different looking. Well, yeah, no, I just think it's kind of she's like in the middle, you know, instead of being like she's outright like red haired or. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I'm looking at uh, th- yeah, this Betty. is absolutely not a detriment to the movie. But if you look at 10445, uh, I'm pretty sure George's like notes are completely blank. Yeah, it looks like it. Either that or he's got a real light hand. Right. On, uh, yeah. Writing. Well, he needed. Well, he needs firm hands for strangling what and not. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I do love that uh, that that uh, Lorraine's gang they they each have a different flavor of shake. Yeah, uh, that's kind of fun. Strawberry, chocolate, and vanilla. Well, that's yeah. you know, again, that's how you tell them apart. Characterization, right. not just us, right. the audience, but like you know, the guys they hang out with. They're like, sure. which one are you? The strawberry, yeah, okay. strawberry, chocolate, Angelica, right. Eliza, Peggy. Uh, um, I want. I want. I. I. I'm honestly. I'm tempted to start calling them the Neapolitans. Uh, <laughs> that, that was another girl group. Yeah. Another, yeah. They're girl the group. Marmite sandwich. <laughs> uh, that's who. Uh, that's. Uh, that was the name of their girl group that uh, uh, Spectre uh, produced sure. their album. <laughs> A lot of callbacks this episode. Yeah, the Neapolitans. <laughs> uh, interestingly, it looks like uh, Babs came back. I mean, you guys will get to this, I guess. Babs came back yeah, for the sequel, we, but we, Betty didn't. Right. We talked about that. Yeah. Huh. Um, we assumed because Betty seems like more of a world traveler. So we like to think that she uh, she ran off. She like dropped out of school and went to New York to become an actress or something. Mm. Or she's buried in George's backyard. Oh, there you go. That too. Maybe she got in the way of their relationship. Yeah. You don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, let me think. Um, it looks like Betty was a punk in the uh, the 
an episode of Archie Bunker's Place. Jude, oh. Judy is a punk. Oh, right. And Sheena. <laughs> Which one is Sheena's the punk, a punk rocker? rocker. Oh, Sheena. Okay. Yeah. Sheena goes up one step beyond. <laughs> Punky Brewster? I... Yes. <laughs> Other 80s references? <laughs> um, so what uh what 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 you guys uh you know we've been normally asking people um in the way that you guys do on star wars minute what your background with the movie is uh what was like your experience the first time you saw it um that sort of thing so uh why don't we uh why don't we talk about that uh alex what what it was the first time that you saw this movie. Uh, you know, I think I saw it on home video for the first time. It's odd. Oh, so you, so you got the to be continued at the end. I think so. Uh, oddly, despite the fact that I love time travel movies, I was never really a big, uh, I was never really a big, uh, what, are, what, are, what are Back to the Future fans called? What's the, I don't, what's the I don't term? Think they have it. Futurist? I don't think they have a term. Futurist? No, no. Flyheads? <laughs> <laughs> you're a mcflyer yeah I, i've never been a big mcflyer despite the fact that i i love time travel stories so i think i just saw it like you know we just went to the video store and rented it like it would probably was the you know probably the whenever back then you know movies used to take like a year to come out on video so uh, it was probably you know when it came out on video whenever you guys probably know that when it came out on video that's probably when i saw it but uh yeah, uh, that's. Uh, I don't really have a good story or anything to it. Uh, hmm. My friend Tony Consiglio, who's also a uh, Star Wars Minute uh, frequent contributor, uh, he was a big Back to the Future. Uh, he had like the the uh, car, not the life size car, you know, the the small size toy car and the Legos right. and all that stuff. So um, I probably picked it up. I probably watched it more with him, you know, when we were roommates than uh, than any other time before or since. Although it seems like it's on TV all the time now. Yeah. It does. It does, but I. It, it feels like it's usually the seat one of the sequels more than the original. What channel least... is it that just keeps rerunning it endlessly? Is it like? Uh, it's not Spike, or it's one of those cable channels, one of those second tier yeah. cable channels. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think AMC runs it occasionally. What about you, Pete? When did you first see it? Uh, I saw it in the theater. Definitely, I, I remember. I can't remember. I feel like it was somebody's birthday. Um, and we all, you know, with a bunch of my friends and, you know, like one, one parental chaperone took a, a bunch of us out to go see it. Cause I was about, uh, let's see, but summer of 85, I was probably, you know, nine or 10. So Jeez. all those people going to the movies together, I'm sure it must've cost like 10 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the gas was cheap too. So it didn't cost. Yeah. Imagine the gas. That. Yeah. And all the, wow. but we couldn't open our sodas because they were all twist off. Oh. <laughs> but then, then anyway. Crispin Glover had to help every single one of you out. Yeah, it was the service that the theater provided. You know, much like uh-huh. the gas station had those kind of full service with the, the, the guys come out and do the whole <laughs> thing. It's like the movie the theater. Place. Everybody would come out and open up your soda. And, you know, and the pour popcorn. the butter on the popcorn. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I can't remember. I wish I could remember. More specifically, whose birthday it was and what we did, but I, you know, seeing it with a bunch of kids at that age was was totally perfect. That we were all like, you know, left the movie theater all being like, ah, oh, this and this, and you know, totally hit us in the right spot. That, mm-hmm. um, you know, because it had fun sci-fi stuff. You know, being a, a sci-fi nerd, you know, even at that age, 
Right. And, uh, but then also was, you know, like, I believe one of you guys said earlier in the week that it's, you know, it's so tightly scripted and just flows really well. Mm -hmm. um, I actually, I actually enjoy watching part two more than part one. Uh, only because I like seeing how they kind of deal with that whole like revit like trouble with triples thing where they revisit the old, yeah, the old the old scenes right. and and the novelty of seeing them as you know older versions of themselves and so on. I find that kind of uh, well, it's like a yeah. Part two is almost the beneath the planet of the apes to the original. <laughs> yeah, do that where it's like a little bit darker and a little bit more playing with sci-fi concepts, but and and you know interesting like you know mixes in some of the original, but is is kind of its own thing. Yeah, yeah. Plus mutants. Definitely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> The the mutants being uh, Marty's weird kids. Um, <laughs> Plus, part uh, two ends with a with a nuclear explosion, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> um. What what? Well, at the at the time in '85, like you being uh, as big a Star Wars fan as as you were and continue to be today, um, the Darth Vader reference was a contemporary reference at the time. Oh yeah, totally. Um, Darth and and Vulcan because it was yeah '85 was. Is that like right after Search for Spock? Yeah, probably right around there, right? When you was Spock that year? Was it? Uh... It's like 84, I think, was Search for Spock, right? 83, 84? Um, yes, yeah, Search 84. for Spock was 84. So that was probably the, the sitting Spock movie. And so we were all, you know, it was still very much a thing. That's uh, interesting. It's, it's interesting because now it just seems like a timeless uh, reference, you know, uh, it's like it's like three timeless thing things like combined into one thing, right? Uh, because you know, Back to the Future has has you know, has, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's kind of it just goes on and on and ascended. It's taken its place, you know, with those in these kind of uh, sure yeah, classic. Man. Yeah, it's interesting. There's just like this weird like Venn diagram between those three things, and and then there's this beat in this movie <laughs> where they they all combined for like one moment, right? Uh, yeah, it's kind of really? funny because if they had done the movie like in the 2000s, uh, you know, like they kind of lucked out that both Darth Vader and Spock have become kind of cultural icons. Mm -hmm. uh, right. Like if it had been like a Matrix reference, you're like, yeah, you're just like the architect in the Matrix. You yeah. know, everyone would be like, what on earth are they talking about? <laughs> right. Does anyone remember the architect in the Matrix? Uh, <laughs> Vaguely. That was the, um, the lady with Colonel the Colonel Sanders looking guy. <laughs> right. Yeah. So there you go. You, Bye. He called himself Neo or something. Right. Neo from the, some some other two thousands reference. The Neo classical really... school of architecture. Yeah. If... I am I am Neo from the Bubble City. <laughs> I am Neo from Bubble City. <laughs> Wrong show. <laughs> but I love that uh if if stepping back into the minute for for a second, I love that it's uh well and comparing it with Star Wars, that it's like I feel like unless I'm wrong and, and later he comes back and is, I mean, I know it, the density thing kind of comes back a little bit, but like, I feel like the, the, the quote that people say is like, Lorraine, I am your density, which he doesn't really say. It's It's kind of the Luke, I am your father. Yeah. That also miss commonly misquoted. Yeah. Where right. you, you need that, like, you know, it's, it's yeah. a, it has to be kind of condensed, you know, paraphrased into a, into a shorthand. So everybody knows what you're talking about. The real line, well, the real line is, uh, uh, I'm your father. I think he. No, uh. I think he. <laughs> no, uh, I'm your father. <laughs> I think. Uh, 
Oh, Empire would be <laughs> hold a very different place in our hearts. Um, I, uh, I, I think he does say, "I am your density." I mean, destiny. I think he, I think he says that in the next minute. Right, but he doesn't step like at first. He says, "Lorraine, my density has brought me." To you, to you, that, yeah. It's like I, I am your dense. Like it, it, it's never all in one place. Much right. like Luke, I am your father. Place. Whereas you know, Luke joined me and whatever. And he's like, no, yeah, no, Luke. So it, I am your father. Yeah, it's it's an interesting, again, kind of a it's a it's a thing that I'm glad we're on for because we can tie it together with Star Wars. Yeah, it's not all that we talked ta- about. <laughs> you cannot stop talking about Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants to? Who would want to do that? Uh, well, so it sounds like a terrible reality. I thought about Force Awakens like five times tonight already. Just like, <laughs> yeah, I think. I mean, I guess that about wraps up uh, wraps up this minute. Good week, guys. Yeah, great week. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, well, thanks pleasure. for having us on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, uh, that's uh, that's 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 the show. Uh, so in the meantime, you can go check out BackToTheFutureMinute.com, leave comments and whatnot. Um, try and convince uh, Pete and Alex to come back for Back to the Future Two. Uh, Alex is, is already Star- on record saying that is, he enjoys it more. So is there a right. Star Wars reference or a Beatles reference in that movie? It's gotta be. A I don't know. Uh, I mean, the whole thing <laughs> basically is a Star Wars reference in one sense. In that, that's true. Science fiction as a whole is kind of trend. <laughs> you can uh, email the show, contact back to the future minute.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Tumblr, like us on Facebook, leave iTunes reviews, check out our other podcasts, The Doctor's Companion, our Doctor Who podcast, and Geek by Night, which premieres January 6th. Uh, and uh, where, where, where can people find you guys other than Star Wars Minute? Because you guys also have uh, Alphabetical, right? Yeah, you can um, uh, StarWarsMinute.com, Alphabetical.com, uh, and then we have our respective websites, Alex, uh, ComicBookAlex.com. And Pete, what, and, what's your website? Uh, yeah, PeteTheRetailer.com has links to most of those other things. I don't link to Alex's site because, you know, but uh, but I link to all the shows that we're Man. working on. But uh, yeah, any any new ones that pop up would be in there. Um. Also, uh, make sure that you uh, go go pick up uh, Alex's book, uh, your 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 new book. I I picked it up. Oh, uh, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Uh, well, I'm a big I I, I love uh, Box Office Poison. Oh, so, thank you. Um, yeah, we've it's we, like one of the one of the first graphic novels I ever read. Like like um you know I read like comics mm-hmm. all the time, but like one of the first like. You know those like graphic novels, like you know, yes, <laughs> you know, like when you go to the comic book store, they're just like, oh, read these, you know, original graphic novels. Like, yeah. you're like, what? Yeah, right. This is an original. Um, <laughs> Man, um, so, so uh, you know, because they, they put you on the shelf with like blankets and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and uh, that's when I read it when I was going through like a graphic novel phase, and so. Oh, I appreciate uh, your kind words and your financial support. <laughs> yeah, of course. We've actually we've actually uh, set up a special link if people want to check out the book. Uh, if you go to starwarsminute.com slash OEU, that'll right, uh, yeah. take you right to the page on Amazon. You can check it out for yourself. Yeah. OEU for our expanding universe. That's yeah, I guess question. I should yes. make that clear. I, I think <laughs> Very... we said that, but I don't know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's this nonsense uh... word we made up. It, means... <laughs> <laughs> it stands for our expanding universe. I just want to keep saying the title just of to course. keep getting yeah, yeah. it out there. Yeah. Right. Our expanding universe. That's it. Our expanding universe. You got it. 
we'll uh, we'll be back uh, next week with um, I don't I don't know who our guest is next week. Oh. I don't have the schedule up. Excited. <laughs> Some. Yeah. All right. So we'll talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.